Wednesday, October 11th. Cheers to you. Welcome back to the Pluse. It is wonderful to have you here on the Damon Bruce Show. Could not do it without you. So thanks for stopping on by. You know, I noticed today we had a, a less fewer, I guess I should say, plusers pre-show chatting than normal. Well, look, every now and then we have a work day, right? This is the beauty of YouTube. You watch it live, great. If you can't, you watch it later, great. It all works out for everyone. Old friends, new friends, look at this. We got uh, David Marazzo. Good morning to all. Glad to have found this channel. David, not half as happy as we are to have you. Thank you so much for coming on in. We're making new friends every day here on the Plus. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, True Blue Forever, straight up saying, yeah, work happens. It does. Except for Yosarian, it's my one day off. Craig, Craig, how'd you get fired on your day off? Luke in here, he's working later today. Again, fit the show into your schedule where it works the best. I'm going to have a pretty good evening coming up. My afternoon's going to suck. I'm going to spend my afternoon at the DMV. Ugh. 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 Doesn't get worse than that. Tonight I'm going to Peter Gabriel at Chase, though. I'm hoping for a steam. I would love, uh, he's going to play Red Rain. I don't even have to worry about that. Sledgehammer, don't need to worry about that. He's going to play that. Uh, give me a Salisbury Hill. Give me, a, you know, uh, In Your Eyes. He's got, he got to play that for sure, right? So I'm looking forward. I've, ne I've never seen Peter Gabriel live in concert. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this one tonight. Jillian and I are going to have a good time. Um, Shock the Monkey. Yeah, absolutely true blue forever. Give me a shock the monkey. As a matter of fact, I would open with a little shock the monkey. I'd just come out and I'd, I'd just grab Chase Center right by the monkey tail and shock the monkey. So it's going to be a good one tonight. Thank you so much for stopping on by and let's get to why you're all here in the first place and let's talk some sports, shall we? Uh, I told you Fred Warner had a really good game the other night. He was just named the NFC Defensive Player of the Week and he certainly deserves that. Yesterday, we had Fred Warner Appreciation Day. Uh, today, indeed, it is Wednesday, October 11th, so we are done basking in Fred Warner Appreciation Day, and it's officially time that we just talk about how this team has more talent than any other team in football on all three of its defensive levels. There's no team in the NFL that can meet the 49ers in pure talent across all three levels. It's pretty ridiculous when you start looking at the roster and you start saying this stuff out loud. So your defensive line Bosa, Hargrave, Armstead, Kinlaw, Drake, Jackson, and they'll be joined by Randy Gregory this week for the first time all year after that trade. Then you've got, what, Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw, D. Winters, and Demetrius Flanagan Fowles making up as solid and as well-versed a linebacking core as you're going to find, uh, along with Oren Burks, who is just out there playing nasty, nasty football, whether he's a linebacker, whether he is playing in the slot, like Oren Burks is there to wreck some shop. Um, the secondary of Ward, Lenore, Isaiah Oliver, Ambry Thomas, you know, you can have individual plays circled and say, I don't like that, but you can't circle the collective group and say, I don't like that. This is clearly the weak point. These corners have been playing very well. And let's be totally honest, 
49ers corners are going to be asked to do more because they shut down the running game and they put teams so behind the eight ball just on the score that teams are you know throwing two to one against the 49ers in terms of passing plays, running plays. So they will be tested because there's really no other way through the defense than maybe a little passing game success because they're just shutting down everything in the running game. Then you want to start talking about the safeties on this team. That might be as loaded a group in terms of pure talent and ability as this defensive line is. And having said all that, as good as the, the the defensive line and the safeties might be as good as each other, and they might have the best two linebackers in all of football. And that's when special things start to happen. Between Hafanga, Gibson, Odom, and Jair Brown, who has been asked to do so little, we've hardly even talked about him, the rookie out of Penn State. This team has got talent on every level, on every blade of grass, on every single yard line across that defense. And that's why this season feels like it's it's off to a special start. Whenever you can have a legitimate debate, like which is better, the team's offense or the team's defense, you know something special is coming together. And that's what 49er fans are looking at through five weeks of football here. It's great to have you on the plus. Thank you so much for joining us. And now it's officially time to start turning our attention to the Cleveland massage rooms. Did you like that thumbnail today? Come on. That thumbnail is legit today. Um, That is an empty massage table, though, because Deshaun Watson might not be going this week. And that is going to make this very weird team even more of a riddle if he's unable to go. The Browns are a bit of a riddle so far this season. They've got an offense that might show up, a defense that does usually show up, and will their starting quarterback show up this week is a question. The devastating loss of Nick Chubb in week two in Pittsburgh probably took Cleveland out of major contention for all the prizes that everybody's racing towards this football season. That's how big of a loss that is. That was a big one. Um, They were held to just a field goal and a loss last week when they got whipped by the Ravens. Now, they've also held two of their four opponents to just a field goal. Again, they play good defense. They beat the Bengals 24-3 opening week. They beat the Titans 27-3. And last week, they lost 28-3. So will the real Cleveland Browns please stand up? This team has been as inconsistent as the towel that's usually trying to cover Deshaun Watson's dong. Oops, it slipped again. Oops, it slipped again. Oops, It slipped again. Uh, So inconsistency is a really good way to describe the Cleveland Browns. Now, inconsistency doesn't suggest they ain't good. It's just being consistent is the single hardest thing to do in this league right now. So I see uh, my man Sportacus saying it's almost scary how well everything is going so far. And we'll get there. I mean, the pessimist in all of us has to be wondering, all right, who's going to drop the piano? When is it going to hit us on the head? And the safe comes crashing down and hits Wiley Coyote and the roadrunner does the combination, opens the safe, goes and then runs away. And you got a lumped up Wiley Coyote going, what the hell just happened? 
that will happen to the Niners. Don't know where it's coming from. Hopefully it won't be too bad when it gets here, okay? Um, But it's a great start. It's a great start. Cleveland off the bye week, again, is less optimistic about Deshaun Watson this afternoon than they were the afternoons during the bye week. Deshaun Watson is a question to play on Sunday. According to NFL insider Tom Pelissero, the shoulder injury that he had has been upgraded from shoulder contusion to rotator cuff contusion. Rotator cuff contusion. So is buying another week of rest the right thing for Kevin Stefanski to do? Like, that's the math he is doing right now. Kevin Stefanski is looking at his team. He's looking at his quarterback. He's looking at the Niners. And then he's looking at the rest of the year. And sometimes you got to lose a battle to win a war. And getting Deshaun Watson further hurt, further shoulder aggravated, in a hard-to-win scenario, might be, what, penny-foolish and pound-foolish. It's it's, like, you might get smacked with Deshaun Watson playing the 49ers. And so that's the math that Kevin Stefanski is doing. Do I really have a shot to win this game with him? Does the shot to win this game with him outweigh the value of... Losing this game without him, but getting him another week of rest and rehab, and then we got a long football season. You know, bye week is behind us. So coming out of the bye week with the healthiest Deshaun is probably more important to the to, to the Brown season than beating the Niners is. So Kevin Stefanski is doing, you know, what some people will call cowardly math uh, it's not it's 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 not negligent to say all right we're going to kick the can of victory down the road today to kick it a little bit more tomorrow and kevin stefanski's really sitting there going hey even if deshaun is 80% do we really have a shot to beat the 49ers with 100% deshaun so what are we doing It's an interesting week around Cleveland. There's a lot of what is the right choice being discussed. WKYC.com, everybody's favorite local Cleveland TV station, says that if uh, Deshaun Watson can't go against the 49ers, rookie Dorian Thompson Robinson still sits behind him on the depth chart as an official backup, but his dismal performance against the Ravens before the bye week led the Browns to consider elevating veteran P.J. Walker from the practice squad. So do you like the chances to go into Cleveland and win if it's 49ers, everyone healthy, 5-0 versus P.J. Walker? Yeah, I like their chances. I like their chances against, you know, uh, um, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. I like their chances. I like their chances. So very, very interesting stuff, right? Very, very interesting stuff going on around this team. We will uh, hop back into the chat a little bit later on, but man, uh, good to see so many people in here. Good to see so many new names, old names, 
diehard day one plusers. And as the channel continues to grow, more and more people. Damon, I missed you. So good to find you again. I'm glad that you found me. Welcome. It is great to have you here. When you are thinking about what you're going to do for lunch on what seems to be a very beautiful afternoon here around the Bay Area, let me tell you, get yourself to Ike's. And if you can't get to Ike's, get an Ike's delivered to you. Use the Ike's Reward app. You can start earning towards free, delicious sandwiches if you are on the Ike's Reward app, and it's certainly worth the time to do it. Absolutely delicious. The strongest... Uh, sandwich fillings to bun ratio. You're going to find that is key for sandwich success. And when it comes to sandwich success, my man Ike knows exactly what he's doing. Speaking of knowing what you're doing, looking for success, bottom line bets last night, undefeated playing playoff baseball. Stefan knows baseball, he knows football, and he knows cash and winners. It's all he's done lately. I want you to sign up for bottomlinebets.com today. Use promo code DAMON to get a free day of handicapping. You can use it any one day this week, but you got to use it. And you got to start seeing how good and on fire Stefan has been. And you will be like, all right, I think I want to more than just a little daily piece of the action. I want to sign up for weekly, for monthly subscriptions. Bottomlinebets.com. If you're playing numbers, if you're playing the game, get the best advice coming out of Las Vegas right now. Bottomlinebets.com. Stefan in Fuego. Use promo code DAMON for a free day of handicapping for bottomlinebets.com. I got another promo code to tell you about. That is Damon Bruce 10 to use over at Jack's. JaxSF.com is the coolest vintage t-shirt shop in all of San Francisco. Check this out. This is awesome. This is from Jack's. You can only find this at Jack's. It is only sold at Jack's, like so many of their cool vintage t-shirts and designs. So the Sea Lions were a Negro League team uh, that happened when they started to allow Major League Baseball to become integrated. So the Sea Lions were only around the Bay for a year. Now you'll see the San Francisco Giants wearing those really cool throwback Sea Lion jerseys of theirs. Have you ever noticed that that's a cub? What, what, why is there a cub on a Sea Lion jersey? Well, it's because the Negro Leagues were so poorly funded, they had hand-me-down uniforms. So even though they were called the Sea Lions, they used these hand-me-down teddy bear jerseys. And so that's the cool story of this t-shirt. Every t-shirt at Jack's basically is like a history lesson. You got to check it out and use promo code DamonBruce10 for 10% off your purchase. I dare you to go to jacksf.com and only put one t-shirt in your cart. You could get all of your holiday shopping done right now at jacks.com. The shirts are fantastic. They feel good. They look good. This is not a cheap screening. This is this is not these aren't cheap mall t-shirts, folks. These are beautiful t-shirts. T-shirts that you feel comfortable wearing to dinner parties, much less just out to the bar. So check out jacksf.com. Uh, I am thrilled to welcome them as a outfitting partner 
of the Damon Bruce Show. It's great to have them aboard. Again, it's great to have all of you aboard. Let's get right back into it, shall we? Because there is no team that wants to be without weapons when they play the 49ers. And if the Cleveland Browns have Deshaun Watson, they probably aren't winning the game. With Deshaun, without Deshaun Watson, it feels like there's no chance that they would win the game. They've been so up and down this year. And here's who the 49ers are right now, as of today. They are number one in the NFL in points allowed at 13.6. They're number two in the NFL in rushing, alert, in rushing yards allowed at 64.2. They're number three in average yards allowed as a defense with 266.8. They're tied for sixth in takeaways with nine of those, and they're 11th in passing yards allowed, clearly a a number that's skewed because everyone gives up running on the 49ers, so it's just pass, 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 pass. So that number is inflated, and it's still only 202.6 yards per game. The Niners have a ferocious defense and an offense right now that is just playing out of its mind. You know, scoring more than 30 points every single time we look up. We've got Brock Purdy inserting himself into a it's way too early to have an MVP discussion, but there is no such thing about sports media other than lazy sports media. So because the only thing anyone knows that to talk, who do you think the MVP is? We have to start that conversation in week five. That's stupid. Here's your MVP discussion through week five. We're not even close to identifying an MVP. So stop the stupid conversation. Seriously. You want to have an NFL MVP discussion in week five? Tell me you don't know what you're talking about. Without telling me you don't know how to talk about football. Mm. Oh, that was that was perfect. I mean, really perfect. That is as good of a sip of the... That might be the sip of the week. That could be the sip of the week right there. That's how good that was. Wow. Yeah, I had to immediately, immediately go back for another one before there's a one degree temperature change in that cup. Freaking perfect. <laughs> this show's ridiculous. So... Way too early to have an MVP discussion. But Brock Purdy's kicked the door down and is now in it. You got Christian McCaffrey, who is unquestionably the best running back in football. Ayuk, Debo, and Kittle. You add them all together, folks. That is the best two wide receiver, one tight end combination in football. I don't think there's really even a a close second one. Now, if you just wanted to have the who's the best wide receiver combo in football, right now you got Debo and Ayuk outperforming Jamar Chase and T. Wiggins. But you know what? I'm going to still give it to Jamar Chase and T. Wiggins just to be fair, but then you add in George Kittle and the conversation is over. They have a head coach who has been the envy of the league before the year even started and the year's off to a perfect start. They've got cap room like you wouldn't believe. They got a general manager in John Lynch who's already made a trade to improve a team that doesn't need an awful lot of improvement. Like everything you could want a team to be, you've seen from the 49ers through the first five weeks of this year. Special teams is clicking without fault. 
There are no problems in kickoff coverage, punt return coverage. There are no problems executing field goals, point after touchdowns. And Mitch Wisnowski right now is straight up tip of the spear level punter where he is burying everybody inside the 10 yard line. It's again, the pessimist that you need to be a little bit as a sports fan. I'm not saying you should be overly pessimistic, like smell the flowers while they're being handed to you, especially in football where your bouquet can be snatched away at any point in time, like enjoy it while you can. But yeah, you are. Everything has gone so well for the 49ers. It is right. It is justified to be waiting for that other shoe to drop. Like that's how good things have gone. You got to be naturally pessimistic. Where, where's the problem going to come? It's been all smooth running. Where's the speed bump? Where's the speed bump? Where's it going to be? How bad will it be when we hit it? How much will we be jarred off the path that looks like it could lead to a Super Bowl when you hit the speed bump? And the speed bump is coming. The speed bump is coming. We just don't know where. We don't know how. We don't know when. But as I continue to look at all of this, I mean, it's just everything is breaking well for the 49ers. All of it. Everything. Everything. Are you unbeaten? Check. That's one. Number two, are you as uninjured as a football team is allowed to be through five weeks? Check. Niners got that going for them. Have you flipped a team that fancied itself a contender into a little bit of a pretender after they've played you? Go ask the Dallas Cowboys. Check. Niners, clear that box. Well, what about the upcoming two-game road trip that starts in Cleveland and then goes to Minnesota? Well, what if I told you you might not have to play Deshaun Watson? We'll find out as the week goes along. But what if I can 100% also guarantee you when you get to Minnesota for that Monday night football game, you're not going to be playing Justin Jefferson. He is out on injured reserve. So that's at least a half a check of, so you're going to play two road games. What if we eliminated the most dangerous offensive weapon either team had? We'll find out if Deshaun is playing, and Justin Jefferson definitely isn't. By the way, have you seen the rumor that the Minnesota Vikings are looking at how their season's breaking here and Kirk Cousins might be traded? Don't tell that to Kyle Shanahan. I don't, I don't want to go into another... Kyle really likes Kirk conversation. No, 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 no. So now before you get to the bye week, you know, the Bengals have awoken, but they don't look like world beaters. They don't look like the heir apparent to the AFC title game that you feared might be coming to Levi's Stadium a little bit later on in the year. Doesn't look like that yet. So that's a check. The bye week after the Cincinnati game is perfectly well-timed. You can have too early of a bye week. You can have too late of a bye week. It's the perfect timing of a bye week. Because after about three more games, a week off is exactly what the 49ers are going to need. So the bye week is well-timed. By the way, Victory Hall on Rich Street in downtown San Francisco, November 5th. Club Plus 2, Electric Boogaloo, going down. We'll tell you more about it the closer we get. 
But that bye week seems to be well-timed, so that's a check for the 49ers. And then it gets serious, kids. It gets really serious. The schedule after that is at Jags, Tampa Bay. Buccaneers have been no pushover. Jaguars are no pushover. At Seattle on Thanksgiving, that is designed to be a difficult game. At Philadelphia, without a doubt, wearing the crown of most anticipated NFL game of the entire season. I don't care who you root for. You're watching 49ers-Eagles. Then you're home to Seattle. Then at the Cardinals, get the Ravens on Christmas. That is seven rough ones before you get to the finale that is at the Commanders, home to the Los Angeles Rams for the final week of the year. So there's a lot of tough sledding coming up for the 49ers. Every single win they put in the cart right now is a mulligan on whatever loss might be coming your way after the bye week. If they can seriously get to the bye week, 8-0, holy shit. Yeah, I mean, that sky's the limit at 8-0. So really something else. Really, really something else. To see the way it's all breaking around the Niners, they just, they got to be thrilled. You got to be thrilled. As a fan, you have every right to be very, very excited about what you're seeing. How about Bruce Bochy in the American League Championship Series? We got Daniel Rodriguez saying, Damon, I got Boach taking it all. What about a Dusty Bochy World Series uh, uh, potential? Oh, my God, RIP Cougar Rebel. I mean, at that point, if that were to happen, Farhan should be bought a seat right behind home plate and be forced to watch in person. Man, look at that. I wasn't even really thinking about that. There's a lot that has to happen before we get to that World Series. But the 101-win Baltimore Orioles didn't take a game off Bochy or the Rangers. Got all that time spent waiting for the postseason to come back to Baltimore. They're in with a 101-win team, and they didn't win a postseason game. Ouch. Out uh, Again, we should be at seven game series at this round. I would like to see the wild card get pushed to five games and then everything else be seven games after that. But the Rangers are now 5 and 0 this postseason. They fell to the wild card with a final day of the regular season loss. I believe that was to the Mariners, but it hasn't stopped the Rangers. Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, these guys are playing out of their minds right now. Nathan Avoldi, he was fantastic last night. He's been money. And Bruce Bochy, you give him an early lead, he knows how to work a bullpen, as Giants fans know. So how great. Bruce Bochy in his fifth league championship series, three with the Giants, obviously, one with the Padres before he got to San Francisco, and now here he is in his first American League championship series ever. That money spent on Corey Seager, boy, that's paid off. That guy is freaking Mickey Mantle in the postseason. Guy's unbelievable. So the Rangers are now playing wait and see if it's going to be Houston or Minnesota for game one of the American League Championship Series, which will be on Sunday. The playoff baseball that we got today is going to be pretty good. At least I have something to watch while I'm waiting at the DMV and DMV re-upping my license hell 
Braves at Phillies. Okay. That series is tied at one. Philadelphia playoff games, by the way, are the best atmosphere in the sport right now. Those Philadelphia fans are awesome. They are just the most juiced up fan base in Major League Baseball. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Best atmosphere in the sport is in Philadelphia. Uh, Bryce Elder versus Aaron Nola. The game starts at two o'clock West Coast time, and that series is tied at one. At 4 o'clock, we got Astros at the Twins. Dusty Baker and Houston have a chance to reach another NLCS. The the Houston Astros, those sons of bitches, are in the NLCS every single time you look up. And the Doyers, Dodgers are at DEFCON 1 because they lose tonight. They are out. The year is over. And it would be a team that finished 16 games behind them in the National League West that did them in the Diamondbacks are nine good innings of baseball away from reaching the NLCS? (laughs) I mean, come on. The 100-win Dodgers are turning to Lance Lynn to keep their season alive tonight. It is a must-win game. And that is drama for uh, Los Doyers. And I know a lot of you like that. Wild card round TV ratings in the tank down 18%. Now, maybe that's because everything was swept, but baseball really is curious. The closer you get to crowning a champion, the more people walk out of the room because they're less interested. There's like no other championship round that works like that, but that's the way it works in baseball. That's weird. That is strange. All right. We're going to hop into Club Plus here in just a minute. That was a solid 30 minutes of sports talk, was it not? That feel good for you? That felt good for me. Uh, We can only leave you with this. Uh, There's a story that Mary Lou Retton is fighting for her life. I didn't even realize she was sick. Mary Lou Retton, one of America's first pure sporting sweethearts of the what 80 games in 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 uh, or what 80 84 games in LA Mary Lou Retton how many times in the world has she thrown her hands up like this to pretend to stick the landing when she walks in a room everyone loves Mary Lou Retton so hopefully if this is her end it's as peaceful as possible Barry Melrose has been diagnosed with Parkinson's and one of the most recognizable faces and voices of the sport of hockey is done. Barry Melrose has retired to spend more time with his family as he battles a very cruel disease. I won't claim to have known him well, but I did get to know Barry Melrose a little bit when I was working at ESPN. Spectacular guy. When Jason McBride comes to town, the official brother of the Damon Bruce show, we have a great Barry Melrose story to tell you, but I'll wait till McBride is here before we get into some fun memories. But Barry Melrose is a good guy. That is a savage disease. And the last thing the NHL needs is less recognition. They will have less recognition as a sport without Barry Melrose. 
And that's a shame. I need to let you know that we, of course, go live at 11 a.m. West Coast time for the Damon Bruce Show every day at the Plus. Tomorrow, we're going to be going live around 10 a.m. for an interview with Tim Kawakami. Tim Kawakami is going to join me at 11 a.m. The channel is already up. You can go ahead and get into that waiting room if you want to be there. Uh, go ahead, hit notify, hit subscribe, hit like, but I'm really looking forward to talking to Tim Kawakami, not only about his, uh, you know, it, w what's going on in sports, but his career as well. Uh, Tim Kawakami of the Lacrosse Tribune, formerly of the Lacrosse Tribune, we will ask him about the early days of his career. I found the youngest picture of Tim Kawakami I could find. He's got to be in his twenties. Such a fresh face, baby Tim Kawakami is in the thumbnail waiting for you. Uh, so looking forward to that. That's happening at 10. We're going to have our live show at 11. So that's what's happening. Tim Kawakami, Larry Kruger, and I are going to cook up something for you on a Friday. Later tonight, I'm going to be joining Cyrus Satsis for a little Locked On Warriors. So I'm looking forward to that. So there's a lot going on, kids. We got a lot of stuff going on. And uh, it is great to have you here. The channel is growing and exploding in viewership. We are officially... And again, this is a very humble number, but since my success is your success as well, uh, guess, guess what? We're all over half a million views. Half a million views already on the channel. We just passed that milestone last night. So thank you very much for all the support. Uh, it means the world to me, my family, my wife, Mrs. Pluse means a lot. Thank you so very, very much. We're getting into Club Plus here now, and you know what? I'm just going to remind you that sports don't build character. They reveal it. And like that, he's gone.